0: We. Are. I. Human rights. I know it's Two words that in today's day and age, they don't really mean enough to some people, I don't think. They don't mean enough to a lot of people. And you can tell that it's pretty apparent that we don't have a strong connection with human rights. Now, we wind this back to like my grandparents' age, who would be all kind of generally 100 years old right now you kind of born in that 1905 to 1915 range that have seen multiple world wars, have seen famine, you know, have seen the dirty 30s, seen the depression, seen all these things where you had real tastes of not having a whole lot of kind of like basic human rights, you know, because it was... Well actually I can't even say that. It wasn't that at those times you did. You were fighting against and for human rights. So you had a great connection with them. Like we don't we don't do that now. You know, and if you want to have a real good idea of what examples of what basic human rights are, we can see this, you know, around the world when we look at what's happening in Afghanistan right now. Like these people just wanting to leave so bad that they're hanging from the landing gear of airplanes and falling to their death because they don't have enough basic human rights. Now, you wanna say that that can't happen in a place like Canada. You know, but how many people really even know now that when you search for things online because of bills that the Canadian government passes literally while you're sleeping, that you don't even get to see everything that you're looking for. You get a filtered version of what you're told you're allowed to see. Now, this is the problem because like our basic human rights, our human rights violations have a completely different spin on them than maybe somebody falling from an airplane, hanging from landing gear. But the, the concept is exactly the same. Now, this is where you get in a a conversation with people saying that, oh, no, you know, like that's not even close to the same. But the one part that I don't understand is why people have such a hard time drawing the parallel. You know, I've said this routinely all the time right now in regards to vaccine passports and vaccines and having your medical information private because your medical information is always being private. There's no difference between somebody having the right to choose to have an abortion. There's nobody or there's no difference between somebody having the right and the option to be able to choose whether or not they want to marry another man or marry another woman. Having a, a gay relationship publicly and openly and being allowed to sit at a restaurant or hold hands walking down the street, man and man or woman and woman, the same way you have the right to be able to choose whether or not you want to be trans or you want to identify with a different gender, all of these things are the right to choose. So how? This is my question that nobody can actually give me a great educated answer on, is how? If you support the right to choose in category A, B, C, and D, that somehow you think in category E, you shouldn't have the right to choose. The right to choose encompasses everything. And this is what we don't get. It's the same thing with free speech. You need the person yelling hateful speech from the street corner. You need the guy going down the street in his wheelchair with the Jesus is coming to save you sign. You need the person who is looking at the world through rose-colored lenses. You need all of those people to be able to have free speech. Because you can't have free speech in category A and B And censor C. It doesn't work that way. Because who gets to choose and who gets to decide? And that's where we're at right now is who makes the choice and why. So here in Canada, if you have a hard time understanding that, well, if you don't vote for the NDP, but they're in power and they get the chance to choose, you're not going to agree with that. So why would you agree with only the liberals you may vote for, or the conservatives that you may vote for, or the Green Party that you may vote for. The thing is, when it comes down to the basic elements of choice, and the basic elements of being able to live your life as a Canadian and as a human being, to just support the basic human rights, the basic human rights in Canada with the, with the basic human right of access to education, the access to choice, the access to these things that They make us human. One thing that makes me human is the right to be able to choose what I want to be able to do with my life. If every single time that somebody asks me if I'm going to get vaccinated or if I'm vaccinated, if I said the same thing to, or if I said the counter to that person, be like, hey, you're going to come in the ice bath with me today? You're going to come work out at 430 in the morning? Like, hey, are you going to lose 30 pounds? Why is it offensive if I ask somebody if they want to choose to be healthy instead that they want to ask me if I want to be an experiment? But we both have the right to choose. If you have the right to choose to be able to be unhealthy, but I have the right to choose to be able to be healthy, and I make a choice to be healthy and you don't, that's still both our right to choose. But don't take my right to choose away because you decide to be unhealthy. Don't take my right away to choose because you don't want to stand up against oppression. And it's a slippery slope. It's a very slippery slope. And once you give that power, that power does not come back. We've known this. We've seen this time and time and time again through history. And Canadians refuse, absolutely refuse. To stand up and put their hand in the air and say, I've had enough. It's this passive aggressive mentality that Canadians have that I'm going to complain about this behind closed doors. But I'm not going to do anything when it counts. That's the tough part. We need change. We need freedom. So it's so important that we go vote for basic human rights. Vote for our right to choose even if you don't agree with it you still as a human being you still as a Canadian want the right to choose for what matters to you that's why you need to vote for the right to choose because there's going to be a choice that you're going to want to make at some point in time in your life and you have the given right to be able to make that choice and just think, if you vote the Liberals or the NDP or even the Conservatives into power and it's not something that you agree with, there will be some point in time where there's going to be somebody in power that's making a choice that you don't agree with and you want to vote or fight against it. And you have that right. But if you vote for the Liberals right now, you're going to be taking that right away from you, not only now, but in the future because of that slippery slope. You are standing at the top of a very steep hill that's covered in ice with skates on and no way to stop. Our freedom needs to be free. Our rights need to be given. Our rights need to be offered. They should be something that is never contested. So my question for all of you, my question that I really want you to think about, is what does the right to choose mean to you?